Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you cheeky so-and-sos. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button, maybe that notification bell today, and let's crack on straight away with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from, but seriously though, titled, Am I the Arsehole for telling my married friends they aren't chipping in their share to pay for group activities? So, my close friend group consists of five people, three singles and one married couple. Every time we do something together and need to split the cost, the couple only pays a quarter. A few months ago, we all went on vacation together. When we're talking about splitting the cost of the rental house, I'd said something like, it's 1300 divided by five people. The wife said, no, it's divided by four since her husband and I will be sharing a room. I wasn't happy about it because they were also the only ones who got their own room. The rental had one bedroom, a set of bunk beds built into the hallway and a sleeper sofa so none of the rest of us had any private space. But I let it go because no one else seemed to object to that logic. Same thing happened when we rented a boat for the day on that trip and happens regularly when we all take an Uber together. Last night, we all ordered pizza. It was $60. I had reward points that I was happy to share so we got $10 off, bringing the total to $50. So I said, it's $10 per person. Again, my friend objected. This time though, I was like, if you guys together are going to eat only as much as one person, then fine. Otherwise, you should pay for the percentage that you're going to eat. Married friend got pissy about it. The other singles didn't want to get involved. And now I'm not sure if I'm being an asshole about this. Afterwards, one friend said I should just let it go for the sake of peace because it's only $2.50 difference if we split between four and five people. True, but that's not really the point. I'm not trying to be a cheapskate and I love my married friend to pieces, but like I said, it happens all the time. Not to mention they're married so have two incomes and they each make more than the rest of us do to begin with. So why should they also get to pay less per person for group expenses? ETA, thank you all for your input. It's odd to me that I'm the only one in the group that sees a problem with this when there's a pretty strong consensus here in my favor. As for everyone saying they're altogether bad friends, this is only one snippet of our relationship and is in fact the only issue I've had with either of them. They are otherwise great friends, have demonstrated their willingness to go out of their way for me on numerous occasions, as I would for them, but for whatever reason, don't seem to understand my point of view in regards to this one issue. Now, we already know it's going to be a not the arsehole just from that little ETA on the end there. And I would certainly call you not the arsehole in this situation and it needs to be raised with them in a proper way because it is just not fair. And your friend saying let it go for the sake of peace because it's only $2.50 but it seems to be happening on multiple occasions so it's not just $2.50 and I know it's more about the principle as well but it's obviously a lot more money in the end. 
And whilst you say, you know, you have a great relationship with these apart from this one issue, but I imagine this one issue, if it carries on for years down the road, it will grind on you even more and you'll start seeing the friends maybe in a less positive light, which you don't want that. I don't want that for you either. So I think having an adult conversation about it and maybe trying to get them to understand maybe in a private setting, you know, that it's not really fair. It's not really on, is it? And I think any logical person to have it explained to them properly would step back and say, yeah, you are right. I, I do apologize. And then things hopefully go back to normal. But who knows? Lola says not the arsehole. And I get you like these two friends, but maybe stop inviting them places. Talk to the other singles about this. I've been in a similar situation where a friend and I were going to the beach and rent a house. A third friend kind of invited herself and her son and expected us to divide the cost three ways. No, I'm not paying for someone else's kid's vacation. GKH says not the arsehole, all adults should pay their fair share. You should not bring up the fact that they have two incomes. That is completely irrelevant and detracts from your stance. Golden Age Nahari says, definitely not the arsehole. You're not the IRS and they don't get social, financial or material benefits for being married. And it's kind of batshit insane that they think they do. You're in the right and your other friends are kind of cowards. Just the bean says not the arsehole. That's faulty logic and they know it. Your married friends are being cheap. If they don't want to pay their share, they don't have to participate, but they certainly aren't entitled to have you subsidize their trips. Woke Teehee says not the arsehole. They're being incredibly rude and taking advantage. Last time I checked, they didn't fuse together when they got married. Now, what are your thoughts on our first story here? Do you think this other couple should be paying, you know, separately rather than as one married couple? Or do you have a different take on this? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story follows with a cheeky little update as well from Throwaway Pizza Please, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Tipping a Domino's Delivery Driver? I edited to make some things more clear. My girlfriend and I order in a lot for date nights for logistical reasons, like a lot. She really likes Domino's Pizza. It's an easy food for her and she has texture slash sensory issues. I'm not gonna judge. I suddenly don't mind anything, whatever she wants to eat. It's hard finding stuff she likes at restaurants that won't upset her stomach or set off the texture thing. She just has a thing where she is the one that has to order the food and she never does more than 12% tip. Problem is, we have been ordering a lot and the same guy has been coming the last half dozen times and he's always been great. Never a problem, friendly, on time, hot, no issues with the pizza going sideways and being a mess when it arrives and so on. One time, he even grabbed us an extra thing of garlic dipping sauce and she wasn't complaining when she used that. When I saw his name yet again this time, it's an unmistakable name, I started thinking. I grabbed a five from my wallet and brought it with me when I answered the door. I asked the guy, hey, can you accept direct tips like from me? And he said yes, yeah, so I offered him money and took the food. My girlfriend overheard and about being a condescending asshole, about the fact being a regular Joe, just trying to make ends meet is hard enough without pity handouts or my savior complex. Plus, she said I was undermining her, which was the big thing, and that she feels I just called her cheap and undervaluing work, despite her having been in retail but she said that's literally what he gets paid to do. That's the bare minimum and that's that. It's really messed up date night and she's super pissed with me now. I just wanted to recognize that the guy was doing a lot of work and helpful and always nice to us, that he even goes above what we ask. 
I don't know, maybe it came across condescending and like I was calling her tip not good enough. Now I'm someone that always tips pretty much to any delivery driver that comes to the door and obviously, unless they were to treat me like absolute shit, you know, <laughs> but generally I tip people who deliver to the door. I appreciate them. They get my food here hot on time. I'm loving it and I'm all for it. So they get my tip. And I've actually had people like questioning me before, like you actually tip delivery drivers. I'm like, surely this is a normal thing. And I still question, even reading this now, I'm like, is it a normal thing? I'm pretty sure it's a normal thing. And I will just mention I'm from the UK in case anyone questions that. <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering if, you know, girlfriend is just embarrassed that she hasn't tipped previously before and you've come along and done it. And this is a regular delivery driver. So it may make her look potentially bad, but that's not your issue. So not the arsehole from me, but Koi Gobbler says not the arsehole, but the way your girlfriend reacted is very telling of her character. A huge red flag. Joan Clay says, not the arsehole, your girlfriend is cheap. It's not condescending to tip the pizza delivery driver. It is earned wage for a job well done. Your girlfriend can stay mad. It sounds like this guy has been consistently thoughtful in providing you good service and he should be appropriately compensated. Almost Southern says, not the arsehole, your girlfriend doesn't want people to think she's cheap. She should probably stop being so cheap. Lumos Loma says, it sounds like she's quite insecure, given that she accused you of undermining her. I don't know what about. Is there an age gap or wage gap between you? Tipping, even though it's become standard in the US, is meant, meant to be a reward for good service. You've said this guy has consistently given good service, so you tipped him. That's just the right thing to do, and good on you for that. He probably makes minimum wage, and tips might very well be the highlight of his day. Not the arsehole. OP replied to that saying, wage gap, definitely, but in the opposite direction. She makes about 30% more than I do, but she's also new to her position, where before she got less. So probably she's adjusting still. She was in retail for a while. And yeah, that was my thought process exactly. This guy remembered we ordered two garlic sauces every time and he added to it and we loved it. So why not was my thought. I really didn't consider that she was still insecure about her wages. And one more from Shroot Farms, <laughs> who says, not the asshole. Regardless of whether or not people agree that 12% is enough for the delivery driver, I don't think anyone is ever an asshole for giving them a little more, especially when they go out their way to be nice and all give freebies to a regular customer. Your girlfriend has some weird issues if this is what sets her off. I don't buy her excuse about food not upsetting her stomach, as Domino's is literally one of the hardest things on your stomach I can imagine. Now let's check out the update to see what that says. Girlfriend and I patched things up. She'd gone off the rails due to the realization that she was under tipping and felt bad about it. Instead of facing that, she said she pushed it to me because it felt like you had done something to make me feel like that when it was me to start with. She reacted badly, she knows it. She even knew it on the night of, but didn't know how to talk that over as well as understanding why she went off so badly. Everything she said, she apologized for. She grew up hearing her dad talk about tipping like that and didn't think she'd let it get to her. She said, it was like every time I opened my mouth, my dad's word came out. She's ashamed and appalled by the things she said. I pointed out some things you all mentioned. Definitely not the ones where you called her a psycho though. <laughs> Especially the ones about wages. She had no idea that the wages changed on the road, how little reimbursement there was and never considered the wear and tear aspect. She's also going to talk to her doctor about where to start with a potential ARFID diagnosis, or at least just looking into it, even if it's not specifically that. First things first though, our next delivery is getting a hefty tip. So are the rest. 
Also, yeah, sorry, I really did come off as a jerk about the whole emoji thing, which some of you pointed out. Wasn't cool of me and an asshole move on its own. Thanks for everything, guys. And I think the emoji thing was he was telling people to stop using emojis in the comments because he uses a screen reader and it was going crazy or something like that. But hey, what do you guys make of our second story? What are your thoughts on it? Let us know in the comments below and we move on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. To the next one. And our next three comes from Damien Noll, who says, Am I the asshole for getting frustrated my girlfriend doesn't take activities seriously at all? A lot of my hobbies are semi-competitive, gaming, tabletop gaming, triathlon, etc. My girlfriend's hobbies are hiking, camping, painting, and yoga. I've been kind of frustrated trying to include her in some of my hobbies. First, we're hanging at my friend's house playing Catan, a strategy game. She kept on trying to build the longest road in the game, which can give you a small bonus towards winning, but will not alone win the game. She wasn't trying at the point of the game at all. She was just kind of joking around. Me and my friends do play to win, so having someone ignore the point of the game to just be silly messed with our game. Another time we were playing video games with my friends and she didn't really try to learn the controls. It made my friends feel like they had to carry her through the game for the group to progress. She got bored of playing and stopped partway through, which was also frustrating because the game was harder to play with an undersized team. Another time, she and her friends went to pub trivia and some of her friends were trying to answer the questions and she just hung out and wrote silly joke answers on the answer sheet. When she brought it up, the host gave her extra points for humor though, and that really encouraged her to keep on not taking it seriously, even when she knew the answers, she was making jokes. Her friends weren't too bothered, but I got frustrated because we were in a second place to win 60 bucks for the group and she threw it away for a joke. I told her it bothered me and she said she and her friends were just there to have a laugh. They weren't too bothered about winning. One more time, we decided to do a charity bike race and she showed up with her fixie bike with one gear that isn't great for hills. She has a good road bike too. I mentioned this and she said she'd just get a great leg workout then. It frustrated me though because it seemed like she'd purposely handicapped herself for the race. She said that it was for charity. We already supported the charity with our race fees and donation. It didn't have to be that serious. After all that, I got pretty frustrated with her and said that she was being pretty inconsiderate by not making an honest effort for anything. She said she was frustrated with me for putting arbitrary shit like a video game or riding a bike fast over her as a person. And she feels disrespected when I act like a video game or a game that is supposed to be fun is so much more important than just having a nice time with everyone. 
I said I wasn't trying to hold shit over her and she said that is what it feels like when I lecture her or tell her she is doing things wrong and that when I came to pub trivia with her friends, I made them uncomfortable by taking it too seriously and lecturing her. Am I the asshole for wishing my girlfriend would take activities more seriously? You know, I got to the pub quiz one and <laughs> any pub quiz I've been to, it's always just been a good laugh and enjoying stuff. Never any super competitive stuff like that. You get a couple of teams like that, don't get me wrong, but in this case, it was just like, read the room. Her friends weren't bothered about it. Your girlfriend was just having a laugh and putting jokes down. Get involved in the jokes. Have a bit of a laugh with it. I don't know why you're being so serious about it. I know you said you got a bit of a competitive background, but Catam, which I think is similar to Ticket to Ride, I play that game and, you know, I try and mess up people's roots all the time and that's the object of my game because I absolutely love doing it. Then you mentioned the video game and she left halfway through she got bored because you'll probably be in too much you'll be in too much pressure on her and finally the charity bike race and she showed up with her fixie bike and again she just sounded very chilled out and wanted to do her own thing you're like oh why are you taking it seriously let's race <laughs> it's like, come on man and sure if competitive is your thing then that's your thing but do not try to force it onto others some people don't like being competitive i for one absolutely hate it but Lolole says, oh god, you sound exhausting. Your girlfriend seems to know who she is and what she wants in life, and you're just doing your very best to change her into someone more suitable for you. That ain't how it works. Take her or leave her. Trying to include her in your hobbies is fine, but that doesn't mean that she suddenly has to compete with your level and do things exactly as you would do them. And if that means that including her in games with your friends doesn't work out, then don't force it. Find something new you both enjoy or haven't done before or play a game that's not competitive and speaks to your girlfriend's silly aside. Celebrate her, don't fight her, because it won't end well for you. You're the arsehole. I like that comment. Pretentious username one says, oh my god, you're the arsehole. You come off as quite unbearable. Why are you trying to make everything into a competition? This trait obviously gets in your way of simply having fun again and again. Your girlfriend is simply trying to enjoy life and not take things so seriously. If that's important to you, that everything is a race, find someone who views life the same way you do. You two don't seem very compatible. Careful Listen says you're the arsehole. It sounds like she's only participating in activities that you're interested in to please and spend time with you, despite them not being something she will normally do, and she's doing it just to have fun. But then this shit show happened. And quotes, one more time, we decided to do a charity bike race and showed up with her fixie bike and quoted that rest of the bike section then goes on to say like come on now you seriously got upset over a charity bike ride your outburst about it made you look extremely selfish if you didn't know a charity bike race isn't really a race nor a competition you literally pay to participate and your money is given to the charity it's supporting not to the winner of the race it's not the olympics calm down grow up and let people enjoy themselves Itty Bitty Ditty Com says, you're the arsehole. You're just very competitive and you probably did make everyone feel uncomfortable at the pub trivia game. It was supposed to be fun and you seem to get stressed out by games. You're all are just very different. And Catcherborn says, you're the arsehole. It sounds like your hobbies don't interest her and she clearly is trying to find a way to find some enjoyment doing them and you won't let it go. You don't have to have the same hobbies or if that's a deal breaker from you and your partner has to be interested in your hobbies then you two are incompatible. My husband's hobbies are super boring to me, like incredibly. 
I tried to engage in them with him, and not only was it not a good time for me, but I felt like I was letting him down for not enjoying it. Now we just do hobbies adjacent to each other. He made me a reading nook in his office so I can read while he plays video games. When he plays tabletop games, we spend a couple of hours beforehand with me baking and him talking to me while I bake. A hobby I always wanted to learn and he ends up with snacks for his friends. We had quality time and everyone gets to do what they like. Just parallel hobby and don't force your likes on her. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Oh, that one's made me hungry for cake now. I wish someone would bake me cakes for gaming. <laughs> what do you guys make of this? How would you deal with this situation? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Stilly Leopard who says, am I the asshole for kicking my estranged brother out of my house? My mum died six years ago and she left her estate to me, my sister and my brother. My sister was the executor of the estate and she stole a lot of money. My brother and I ended up with only $500 each and my sister took home something like $100,000. My brother hired a lawyer to sort out the situation. He and my sister got in a big fight and he disowned her. He said that he couldn't deal with her anymore. He claimed that she abused him his whole life, which is an exaggeration in my opinion, and this was the last straw for him. I stayed out of it all because I didn't want any bad blood between me and my sister. My sister can be difficult, but she's great with my children and she's a godsend when I need a babysitter. My children love her and I can't cut their auntie out of their lives. I hardly ever see my brother because he lives five hours away and he never comes around to see us. He used to come over once in a while, but after he disowned my sister, he stopped coming around. My children don't know him. Deep down, I agree with my brother about the estate situation. My sister mismanaged the estate and stole a lot of money and my mum's valuables. It's not worth ending my relationship with my sister over though. My brother feels differently and I respect that. My sister is heartbroken though. She misses our brother and she's very hurt that my brother disowned her. My brother just won't quit though. His lawyer is still asking the estate lawyer for information regarding the estate. My sister doesn't have all the paperwork that his lawyer is asking for and she's very stressed out. I've had to listen to her complain about this for three years and counting. I want it to stop. I wish my brother would just take his $500 and move on like I did. Last weekend, my brother paid me an unexpected visit. He was in town and he wanted to stop by to say hi to me and my kids. I was busy, but I let him in and offered him something to eat. Not even 10 minutes in, he brought up my sister and the estate situation. He told me that he just found out that she forged papers to become the executor. Apparently, my mum named someone else as the executor in her will and my sister forged that person's signature to sign the estate over to herself. I sort of sighed and asked him to stop talking about it because I don't care about any of it. He became agitated and told me that I should care because she stole from me and my kids too. I said that I know, but I made my peace with it and he should too. He raised his voice at me and told me that I was enabling my sister like the rest of the family and I should know better. My children were in the next room and they could hear everything so I told him to leave. He started crying on his way out of the door. I feel awful, but I just want our family to be like it used to be. I'm not going to have him disrespect me in my own home again, but I'm afraid that I overreacted and I'll never see him again. Am I the arsehole? You know, I got down to the second and third paragraphs and I had to go back and read the first one afterwards that 
you know, the sister stole the money and walked away with like a hundred thousand while you two had only $500 each. And you just seem so flippant about it. Like, oh yeah, I'm just moving on with my life after someone done this to you. You know, I've just recently dealt, I was the executor of my father's will in the end and it had to be signed to me because there's some legal issues going on in the background, which I'm kind of in charge of at the moment. But the last thing I would ever consider is screwing over any of my family out of what they deserve. It just does not cross your mind at all. And to think the sister does this and you still want this person around you is mind blowing to me, honestly. And putting myself like in your shoes, I'd be absolutely distraught and heartbroken to think my brother or potential sister would do something like that to me. I can't get over that. And not only for like their sakes, but to think about what that parent who passed away would want and thinking what they would be thinking of me at that time if I was to do that to one of my brothers. Holy moly, man. And she forged signatures as well, which has got to be, it's a criminal act, right? But Zedria says, you're the arsehole. If he is right and your sister forged that signature, then she stole from you, your kids and your brother. It wasn't given to her. She took it illegally with force. You say that your brother being abused is an exaggeration, so you know that something has happened there, but I guess you were always on your sister's side. So why would he need some support in his life, right? Your family will never be like it used to, and it's your sister's fault. Not your brother's, but you refuse to see it. I truly hope he sues your sister and wins, and also that he never talks to either of you again. He deserves better. Kareem92 says, So instead of supporting your brother, you're enabling your sister who essentially lied and stole from both of you. You say you're trying to stay out, yet you're listening to your sister when she complains and when your brother brings up legitimately serious issues. You tell him to drop it. Let's be real, you chose your sister. Everyone sucks here except your brother. He deserves better than the two of you. Rudis says, Your sister committed at least one and probably multiple felonies. She's the reason your family is broken and she's buying your silence by being nice. Sorry to say, but by keeping silent, you are taking her side. Think about it this way. If a family member committed a violent crime against another family member and you knew this and decided to stay silent, would that be neutrally staying out of it? No, you'd be taking the side of the criminal. It's just harder to see when the crime is financial. You're the asshole. Nat says, you're the asshole. Your family will never go back to what it was. And turning a blind eye and hoping that things will be better is ridiculous. Your sister actively forged papers, stole money, and committed several crimes. If she was actually torn up about it, then she'd give him his share of the money. Your sister's visits and is nice to your kids because you don't put up a fight. I bet if you brought it up, she'd stop coming around. Your brother isn't just fighting for his share. He's fighting for your sake too. For justice and for what your mother would have wanted. Your sister is an a-hole and should be in jail and you're an a-hole for picking her over your brother. And one more from Cat Bean Sauce who says you're the arsehole. I'm offering her support whenever she needs it. That's what siblings do. Then goes on to say, meanwhile, you say that your brother's accusation of abuse against your sister is an exaggeration in my opinion and immediately shut him down when he comes to you. Where has your support for your sibling been when it comes to your brother? All the while, you'll tolerate your sister complaining over and over again and won't confront her because you're afraid of losing your babysitter. You're lying to yourself if you think that you're staying neutral and that you did not choose your sister. You may not have said it out of your mouth, but you're saying it with your actions. Now, what do you guys make of this one? 
is there a way to rekindle maybe even the brother's relationship in this or do you think it's too late let us know your thoughts on today's stories all of them if you have a moment to share your thoughts and a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in the stories in the channel absolutely wonderful stuff thank you so much and i will see you in the next one take care guys much love What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.